Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to put a pep in our step today, okay? It's the What We Said podcast. It's your girls. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And I was listening back to last week's episode <laughs> and I was given snooze town. Giving snooze fest. I was, I feel like the ener- my energy was so low at the beginning of the episode. And I was like, wow, maybe we should record in the mornings. So here we are trying to have a little pep in our step. We're excited to be back. We're excited to be recording. We're doing an updated Q&A. Uh, just kind of chatting. It's going to be a very chatty, fun episode, answering some of your questions And I feel like it's about time we did this because it's been a long time since we've done that. Yeah. And sometimes people shock us with how little they know about it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you might be new to the podcast. Yeah. You might be new. You might not know some things. Like we, sometimes we get questions even at live shows and we're like, hmm, you might be thinking of a different podcast. (laughs) But we are here to answer the burning questions and be raw and honest and authentic. Um, so I got- I'm feeling sassy today. Let me just preface by saying I don't think I should be allowed to drive and maybe not even podcast when I'm PMSing. Drive just because you get um, road rage? Yes, everybody. Like, And then I feel so bad. Have you seen that girl crying because she cut off an old person? <laughs> no. And she honked at them. And it was like an old guy who can barely see- she was sobbing. She's like, I feel so bad. Do you do you think that, would you consider me to be someone who has road rage? Because I usually drive when it's you and I. I don't think so. I was thinking the other day that I might have a little bit of it. Because Leif has road rage. And I was thinking, I was reflecting on that because I get very annoyed at people. But it's almost like mostly when I'm alone, which is kind of funny. No, mine only happens when I'm alone. It's you don't want to subject <laughs> You don't want to subject your passengers to that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not not to what I do. Just kidding. <laughs> but I just I just feel like I am. <laughs> You're I'm unwell. Just un, unhinged. Good. Like if somebody even looks at me wrong. <laughs> it's like it's not even if they like pass me or something. It's if they have attitude with me. I'm like not today. Not today. Not sis. today. Anyways, well I. Both of our families came into town mm-hmm. this weekend. Well, just my mom and then Chelsea's parents. Yeah. So, well, we didn't see each other, but that's no. that's our update. Yeah, my mom came. We Did you see that I like went to an open house? Yes. Just for fun. And I was in physical pain because it's out of the budget. Yeah. But it was so cool. 
And I was looking afterward at like the listing online of it. Did you see the listing first and then like you guys no, went or we your just mom saw, saw a sign for it? Oh, really? And so we just went to it. Yeah, we were driving around like a bunch of neighborhoods. Oh. We went to like four different open houses. And that's like my mom, one of my mom's favorite things to do too. You know, she loves the design of it all. And so we saw this, uh, this sign and the house looked kind of like it would have like no natural lighting from the front. I don't know. So I was like, oh, interesting. And then we walked in and it like kind of, you know, went into like a courtyard and then the house. Oh. And it was so cool. And then I went and looked at the listing afterwards and I saw how they staged. So like they'll do like a virtually staged like this is what it could look like. Ew, I hate that. If someone does that to that house, I will scream. <laughs> I was thinking how people will always be like, like someone will buy a home with, you know, like charm or whatever. And then they'll just like completely make it modern and rip out all the stuff that made it special basically. And people yeah. will be like, no, like don't do that. And I've always kind of been like, it's not your house. Like let them do whatever they want. But recently I'm like, I'm becoming that person. Like if someone buys a mid-century cool house and then they like literally make it a farmhouse, like modern farmhouse, I'm furious. No. I'm like, you ruined like these amazing structure and bones. Like I can't. So I am and with the only rightful cheap, owner. The cheap, not even good quality. It's like, what are no. you doing? No. And I was saying, because that house is in such an amazing location. So I'm like, I hope someone with money doesn't just like buy it and like make it super modern, flip it, whatever. I'm like, <sighs> because I we talked to the real estate agent. She was an older lady. She was iconic. And she was saying that this house had the same owner its entire, like since it was built. Wow. And the guy passed away, like the man, it was husband and wife. The husband passed away 15 years ago and the wife just passed away like two months ago. Aww. And now her kids are selling the home. Yeah. And so Aww. I'm like, this home has to go to someone who like, yeah, because they haven't touched it since Not, the 60s. Wow. Like the, which is my ideal situation because yes. I don't like when people renovate. Like, I don't want to move in really to a renovated home unless they renovated it somehow exactly the way I wanted exactly. it. Which is going to be, I don't, rare. Someone is absolutely destroying my dream home as we speak. Really? Mm -hmm. I, no. I somehow, like, I have this house that I literally put the address on my vision board because I want this house so bad. It's in the perfect location. It's beautiful. And I found it on this obscure website. So I've been trying to get pictures of the inside. I only, like, walk by it and try to look in, and it's just stunning. And sometimes I could see through the backyard, and it's empty. No one lives there. Mm -hmm. But there's no sign or anything. So I looked it up, and I found one site that had, like, the listing and all the pictures. And in the pictures— you can see them like they were trying to find somebody to live in there and rent while they were upgrading it. Probably, I don't know, do some horrible thing to it. Like rent it out for an obscure amount of money with what we just Obscene. were talking about. With just the ugliest inside. Yes. And it has such good potential. And I've seen they're like in the there's like progress pictures of what they're doing and i'm like <gasps> no not the oh white marble countertops <gasps> no! like <sighs> what are you doing this is such a good house it's such a mid-century like oh no that actually criminal it is criminal like i used to it's funny because i used to be the opposite person where i'm just like who cares like it's not because people it's like people online would be typing like no and i'm like you guys this is not your house like you are never going to step foot in the house why do you care what they do to it which I still, you know, that's yeah. still true. 
you know, because people will buy homes and then renovate them and people will always be like, no, why'd you have to do that to it? But when it is like a gem and like a very like historic. special historic home, it's like, okay, no, I agree. Like do Same. not put the white farmhouse cabinets with black hardware. Mm-hmm. Like you ruined the entire yeah. uh, potential of it. Like you can still renovate it, but renovate it in a way that like still protects the, you know, integrity, integrity of it. It's when they flip it to sell it immediately or to Airbnb it or to put it as a rental property and they don't actually care about what it looks like, you know? They're just like, oh, let's just get people because it's a good location. So let's just get people in here. We don't care about the inside. You know what I mean? You will literally scream. I'm going to show you afterwards the photos that they posted. I sent them to my mom and she just replied, no, in all caps. (laughs) Because we went together, obviously, and we were like, this could be the most iconic home. Uh, It is just criminal. So I pray that someone good. I wish I could buy it. It's unfortunately millions and millions. (laughs) So it's not in the budget yet. Uh, Stay tuned. But I am manifesting for something similar. Love that. Yeah. So that's what I did this this weekend. And also next thing. Well, what did you guys do? What did you do with your family? We just hung, honestly. We just, it was so rainy. So I was like, as they were leaving, I was like, I'm sorry you guys didn't get the full SoCal experience. But <laughs> they were like, it's okay. We just wanted to hang out with you. So they just hung out with Case. They hadn't seen him in like a couple months and he's so different now. So we just chased him around the house pretty much, cooked, watched some good shows, played games. You know, we had to nice. play code names. We had to play Sequence. Yes. We had to play um The Goodies. Dutch Blitz. And I don't think yeah. I've played wait, have I played that one? You might have played it with game? me. Yeah. Well, I had a fateful day yesterday. Does that even make sense? I don't I don't know. But I got <laughs> a fateful day. I got kicked out of the wives club. R.I.P. I so Chelsea, are you a part of it? Let me look. Well, I hope you are. I'm sure I am. I'm sure I am. Except after they hear this, they're going to kick you out too. So make sure to screenshot some some things. But I am a part of this Facebook group. And I don't know why or how. Like, I truly don't remember how I got became a part of it. But I think someone added me as a joke. Like, a friend being like, this this cl- uh, club, not club, this Facebook page is like mm-hmm. wild and it's so funny. Like this was, I'm talking seven years ago, like yeah. right when I got married. And I think it started in our hometown and it's like primarily Mormons. I think, I mean, there's a lot of non-Mormons in there too, I think, but it has like a few thousand people in it now. And it, it's a good premise. It's like a Facebook page, a group where you can be like, Hey, has anyone, does anyone have good, any good recommendations for this? Or like, you know, I, I'm pregnant and I need help with this, whatever. And so that I'm sure is like very helpful. But then there is some tea on that page. Like people will write in and be like, my sister-in-law, and just like all these crazy things. So I was going, I never get on Facebook really. But the only reason I get on is for Facebook marketplace. to like look for furniture and stuff. So I got on. And it was like the first thing that popped up when I logged onto Facebook. It was a wives club uh, entry. And I was like, I need to look at this page again. I haven't been on here in forever. So I looked at it and I was dying it like just all the The tea. tea. So I made a TikTok about it. And then right after I posted the TikTok, I was like, they're probably going to kick me out. Right. Because you're supposed you're not supposed to like share what's on. Even though I would never share names or anything. I was just completely anonymously sharing and. 
Anyway, so I went on Facebook like 40 minutes after I posted it. I was like, I should just go on and see if there's any other like funny uh, submissions. submissions basically because people are like, this needs to be a podcast episode. And I, I was like, I agree. It would I be really we, funny. We had talked about that a while ago. Is that like mean or something? What? Not mean, but like, what's the word? To do that. Like if we were to make a podcast episode and like read those, is that kind of like mean? Because it's like um, a private group. I mean, it, it's hard because... It's it's essentially the same as people writing in, but they didn't write in. So it's like yeah, okay. Is it okay mean? The, the problem I could see with it as you're as you're saying that is, if say we said uh we read about a certain instance or situation that was so blatantly obvious to the other person in the situation, like say they're like my sister in law right. did this this this, and we read it, and then the sister in law listens, like wait, was that's that me. my sister in law who you know what I that's you know true. I mean? okay, that, that would be drama. the only thing that would be. Because it's like primarily in Arizona. So yes. it's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. I would, I can see how that would be an issue. Anyway, I was like, they're probably gonna kick me out. So I went and I was like, I should screenshot a few. Literally go and I'm like screenshotting one of them or something. And as I'm clicking on another one, it's like, you have no access. You no longer have access to this. I was like, no, they kicked me out within 40 minutes. Literally oh. within one hour of they me get- posting that. They quick. They are very they are quick. Quick. So I'm no longer a part of that page, but I found the waiting for a missionary page. Are you still part of that? Yes. I think I got kicked out of that one. Really? Yeah. I think they like found out that I I didn't wait for my missionary. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. You're lying. Oh. Like I remember being like, wait, why am I not in this anymore? I went to go look and I was like, oh, because I literally don't have a missionary anymore. I broke up with him. Okay. Well, I... I still had access to it. Really? So I clicked on it. Is and it still I was crying laughing because, it, so not really. There's like no recent really posts on it. But I typed in my name because I was like, I want to see if I ever posted on this page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, I was, I'm like, this tracks and I am, this is so funny. I know what you're about to say. So there were two posts on it. The first one was me literally telling all the girls in there that they should date other people. Like I was saying, I was like, hey, girls, like I just wanted to say I think it's really good to date other people while your missionary's gone because because the girls on there were die hard, yeah, like dedicated, dedicated. I was never that dedicated. And I I mean, I didn't pretend to be, but I was saying on that page. Like you made a to, post or you comment, I made a post oh, oh, oh. and I was like, hey, girls, I just wanted to say, like, I really do think it's a good idea <laughs> to date other people. Like, it's a win-win situation if you date other people while your missionary is gone and he comes home and you guys are meant to be, you'll you'll be meant to be. If you date other people and you find someone else you click with, then you're supposed to be with that person and it doesn't matter. Like, you should just, I think dating is good and like, this is a very fun time in our life, whatever. But I was laughing. I'm like, that is so just like classic, honestly, classic me just yeah. being like, I don't even know. Like trying to give advice where yeah. it's like, they literally did not ask. The second thing, Please. and people were like, uh, like some people are commenting like, uh, no, like I'm going to wait because I committed to him, whatever. Anyway, so that was the first thing that I posted. The second thing was literally me using it as a business tool. Yeah. As I was going to say, was, that's what I remember us doing. I was posting like my photography website. I'm like, if any of you guys get engaged. A great market. Like, yeah. I was like, if any of you guys get engaged or married, like I'm a photographer. Here's some of my recent work. Like. Look at this amazing proposal I just shot. I'm obsessed. I'm like, please, not me utilizing it to my benefit. No, 100%. I remember both of us doing that. We talked about it. Like, 
Because I would put my music up there or my a blog post if I wrote had nothing to do with my missionary. I'm like, hey girls, thanks for the support. We should all support each other. Please follow me on Instagram. <laughs> so thirsty. That's probably why I got kicked out. <laughs> I'm like literally married with kids. Kids, bye. A kid, and I'm still posting. <laughs> yeah, guys, listen to this week's episode. Literally. Like, do you guys see my recent TikTok thing I'm doing? That's my hilarious. new series. Well, you're no, gonna get I kicked was, out of that. So RIP. Yeah, well, done with that one as well. I was laughing though out loud. I was like, I, I should have I need to go type your name in. And type see. in Jade Demir. True. Your name was different back then. Mm-hmm. It was a different breed. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. That is a very common theme, obviously, that we talk about on our podcast is that we're always evolving and you're never really at the destination of knowing yourself fully. I feel like it's always a process. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I am definitely a verbal processor. I have to talk about things out loud verbally to kind of work through my emotions and feelings. So that is why BetterHelp and therapy can be so, so beneficial. Therapy has helped me in so many ways. Not only has it helped me learn, you know, positive coping skills, but also it's helped me like learn how to set boundaries, just self-reflect on problems that I have in my life and how to problem solve on my own. It just empowers me to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash what we said today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash what we said. Again, that's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash what we said. Go check it out. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. I personally love online shopping and that is why I love Honey. I love to use the excuse but babe, I have to buy it because I'm going to save so-and-so from Honey. I have to buy this. It's savings I can't, you know, You can't pass it up. up. Yeah, I can't pass it up. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. I got my TV. I got a discount on my TV from Honey. I get discounts on my clothes from Honey, on home decor, all of all of the above. So imagine you are shopping on one of your favorite sites and then when you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site and if Honey finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. I personally have also saved a lot of money because of Honey. Uh, Ooh, no no rhyme intended (laughs) there. I got a big discount on my bed frame actually, which is like one of my favorite pieces of all time in my home. So we absolutely love that. And it's super easy to use, by the way. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. So it's very convenient. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and you can save on the go. 
If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you will be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash what we said. That is joinhoney.com slash what we said. You quite literally have nothing to lose. It's a great little add-on to your browser or on your phone. It's super easy. Go check it out. Well, anyway, should we get into some questions? Yeah, let's answer some juicy cues. Okay, we, bo- we both uh, screenshotted some, so we can just switch off, and I'm sure some of them are the same. Yeah. If you had to choose it, okay, this is a classic one. If okay. you had to choose a different job, what would it be? Besides any job that we have or had. So completely different job. Hmm. I added the second part in for obvious reasons, but. <laughs> okay. I think, well, mine's going to be too predictable. Or like, I feel like it's too similar to what I do. I know. I'm trying to think like out of the box. Like if social media didn't even exist, had nothing to do with that. I think I would, if I followed my heart, I think I would. That sounded like I haven't been. I'm like, if I actually did what (laughs) I loved. No, if I was like, you know, sticking to what I'm good at. I think I would be in like some kind of communications, PR, like marketing, something like that. Okay, cool. Maybe uh, like an you, agency. You wrote that to me in my one of my birthday cards. I think I sent it to you. you oh, were like, oh, yeah. You're like, you'll be a famous photographer and I'll be doing PR in New York or something. or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay, New York, girly. Spot on. Okay, I'm going, I'm taking a left turn because I was going to say I would do like, I would work on the brand side of things and like do like content strategy and marketing and like creative direction. I think but you would I, maybe own a tequila company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Be a model, a runway model. Yes. Uh, That's what I'm seeing. Supermodel, for sure. Maybe date like Devin Booker and Bad Bunny. I don't know, whatever. No, I, I'm i going left. I'm, I'm going in a different direction. I think I would be a, like own my own fitness studio and be like a Ooh. fitness instructor, like a Pilates instructor fun. and have like a little coffee bar in there. Cute. Make it a vibe. Love that. It'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. You'd t- be a football coach. <laughs> no. Literally, <laughs> I would coach the Phoenix Suns if I had it my way. Yeah, I would love. I just want to be a coach. To see you on the sideline just because of your size, like <laughs> seeing you, like not they pan the camera, you can't even see your head. <laughs> Please, put me in. Put me in, coach. Put me in as the coach, and they will win the finals. Sorry, that's literally what, what my brother says. No, I was just gonna go on to the next question. No, is Chelsea's sister and JC's brother? I think they're my brother-in-law. <laughs> Still dating. As far as I'm concerned. And the answer is yes, you guys. Chelsea and I try not to jinx, jinx anything. We try not to get involved. We just say, let the cards fall as they may. Because the second you start trying to push or do anything, exactly. that's when things don't work out. So we are just watching this blossom from the side and sending all of our love and desperation that it will work. <laughs> <laughs> just all of our love and ex- and very hard <laughs> expectations. Yes. Even though it wouldn't, like, make us related, like, it kind of would. It, it actually would, I think. Pretty much. In our hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually saw this one a lot. Biggest similarities and differences with each other. Like, or people were asking, what is the most similar thing about you? What is most different about you? Like, where do you guys differ the most? Where are you guys the most similar? And I was trying to think of, like, an area that we are really different. Because they're... There are things that we are not the same, but I wouldn't be like, we're so different. 
on like some of the things that I'm like trying to think of. Hmm. We have a lot of similarities I can think of, but but when you say that, I always think I do think that we're so different. I know, but I'm trying to think I don't, of one I thing. I can't even pinpoint what yeah. it is though. Like I feel like our that's not true, I guess. We have a lot of similar like takes and thoughts. But I was gonna say our tastes are so different. Like that's true. Like our um like the item that Chelsea would choose would be the she, we would never choose the same item. Yeah, like if you true. put a closet in front of us. I feel like we would always like choose. I would always choose something yeah. different. You would always That's choose something different. That's very true. That's very true. I was thinking on a deep level. I'm like, I'm thinking like philosophies and stuff. And I'm like, okay, what are we like so different on? Like, Where are we complete opposites? So I was trying to think of our Zodiac charts. I mean, <laughs> like the classic, I don't know. I don't even know the word to use, but just our like, I don't know. You're not a workaholic. Yeah. It's true. Like we're different in that way. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to describe that. I know. But I even feel like even that I'm, I like, I'm not the opposite of a workaholic though. I'm like somewhere in the middle where I mm -hmm. can catch myself sometimes. But. Do you feel like you distract yourself with work? Yeah. I feel like okay. I distract myself with whatever is. At closest hand. and easiest. <laughs> yeah, whatever's at hand. I can distract myself with anything. Similarities. I would say... Humor. Identical. Yes. The same exact humor. And I feel like both... This is why our friendship works so well is because I feel like we're both very like middle ground, uh, very understanding. Yes. Like can see multiple perspectives. I agree. I think that we're both good at holding multiple, multiple perspectives... Oh my. <laughs> Holding multiple perspectives at once even. Yeah. And we can always kind of see where people, like why they would do the things they do and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there I are agree. some things that come up. I, I literally can't think of one right now that I feel like we're like, wait, no, I do not agree with that. Like I'm so different. Yeah. I know it's hard to like come up with yeah. on the spot. It has to happen naturally. Yeah. We'll get back to you when we disagree on something. Yeah. <laughs> we get on our Instagram stories. We found one. <laughs> what is something new that you want to try this year? Oh. Hmm. I want to try. This changes a lot. I feel like even since the beginning of the year, my visions for the year have shifted a little bit. Like in things that I want. How and so? I, I think I wanted to be very busy at the beginning of the year. Like, or I didn't want to be busy. I just wanted to do a lot. And now that the year has started going, I'm like, okay, I was a little, I was getting a little ahead of myself. But something, the first thing that came to mind when you said that is because Case can fly for free before he's two. Please. I just heard like, because Case can fly. Like I was expecting walk for some reason when you were talking and when you said fly. It was jump scare. Just a delusional. I'm like, he can fly. I know he can if he believes in himself. No, because he can fly on the airlines for free until they're two. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's go on a trip with him. Like, let's take him somewhere. But I don't know where. I'm trying to think of somewhere that he would like. And that wouldn't be absolutely treacherous. Like, I'm thinking about going to Santorini with him. And that is a living hell with all those no, steps. That is that is not the vibe. He would be for this up and down, moment. up and down and up and down. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something with like open space. Yeah. That he would love. So 
So that's that's maybe I want to try. And I haven't really traveled internationally that much. So Oh, you're talking you want to go out of the country? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. You know, a big flight. Mm-hmm. That's because it, because it's free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, something I want to try is I say it every year, but this summer I do want to try and get in the ocean a little bit more. Oh, I was just I was just at the beach and I was literally thinking of last year when we swam in the ocean. That's and I'm fun. like, we need to do that more often. Yeah. A little cold plunge. I'm down in the summer. Caitlin was saying, she's like, we should go to the beach and do a cold plunge in the morning. I said, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> you know what? I thought you were going to be like, I know. You know what? I'll try it. <laughs> no. Part of it, like 2% of me wants to. But it's just like, I don't want to do that in the winter. It's really cold. Like, I feel like you would do it in like a pool. But the ocean no, really the, is. No, in the pool. In a pool, I would. Yeah. For sure. But I'm talking ocean. It's already freezing. Yes. In the ocean also, I was talking to my dad about this because my mom's not a very strong swimmer, but she loves being at the beach. But she was like, the ocean is terrifying. Like, she's like, I always, uh, we went to the beach a lot as kids and we also did swim team. So we were in the ocean swimming. Hold on. Is she not a good swimmer because she's from From Snowflake? Snowflake? Yeah. Because my mom genuinely does not know how to swim. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have pools up there. I don't think. They literally do not. They have have one. one, They have one. It's like in Taylor or something like that. Yeah. The way that we had the same childhood somehow. <laughs> Driving I know. 34 minutes or something to the freaking pool in Taylor from Snowflake. And that pool was sketch, a little sketchy as yeah. well. But I would like live for it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Me and my dad were talking about how scary, genuinely scary and dangerous the ocean is if you aren't that good of a swimmer. No, it is. It's not. Especially. It's not even like, don't be a baby. It's like actually dangerous. It is. Especially if you're in a location where it's like strong undertow and waves like yeah it's you know if you're in a spot that's a little more gentle it can you can learn it can be fine but that's what I always tell Leif I'm like it's not a matter of just like I don't want to (laughs) it's like no I'm I'm fearing for my life at that point I need to learn a little bit better how to swim in the ocean before I like go out where you are yeah that's not the vibe for me right now I'm not even down for going out that far like anymore I just the, the thought of being <sighs> taken under the current just away. When my— Swept away. When my feet can't touch, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a no from me. Especially in the Pacific Ocean. It's—well, maybe not everywhere in the Pacific Ocean, but so murky. I know. You can't no, see no, anything. You can't see a thing. Who knows what's lurking under your no. feet? No. Chelsea, you're making—cool. <laughs> well, never mind about the new thing I wanted to try. <laughs> We can still go as far as we went. Yeah. And we can find another beach that's like chill. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been um, researching a little bit. But you know what my mom told me? Hmm. I was like, so we went to the beach. I went to the beach with my parents. We took Case for a little walk. And then we walked up to the sand. The water was obviously freezing, but we like dipped our toes in. Case got to play in the sand. And just like kind of watched the sunset. And we got back in the car. And I was like, why, why does it always just feel so good when you come back from the beach? My mom's like, oh, it's because of the man- magnetic pull of the tides or something like that. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, there's like an el- electric current or something in the ocean. And because we are electricity, it like recharges us or something like that. I've heard of that with like grounding. Is that like the same thing? Like when you ground your feet Maybe. in the sand specifically, it's like the mag, like the something like that. Like oh. it like affects your literal yes. feet and it like charges your body yes and I was like oh I was just expecting like your perspective she's like no literally you're you're charged up that's crazy 
when it is warmer, I'm so down to like go there, even for sunrises and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I really am. But when it's just been so cold, gloomy, and rainy, it's very hard to get the motivation because it is no, just I'm done with the rain. It's yeah, not as enjoyable. Okay. Oh, you can go. Sorry. Somebody asked how not being vegan is going. I can't remember when, when I talked about it like a couple months ago, but it's been fine. I hate to disappoint, but there's really no big revelations. It's not like I feel so much better, but I also don't feel worse at all. I, um, normal. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's, it's not going to cure all my problems. And that's like exactly what I was, what I've been learning is that no diet or like thing that you follow or little trick or tip is going to cure you 100%, just fix all your problems. So I didn't expect it to. And therefore, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised. I'm just chilling, but it's been good. Do you feel like more free or not really? Yeah. I I find myself, I kind of at first ate a lot of non-vegan stuff. And now I find myself kind of going back in the middle where I eat, I do still eat a lot of plant-based. Even when I go to restaurants now, I'll still like order the plant-based option. But just because it's like what I'm used to and what I like. And I'm just really not been eating like the fake meat mm-hmm. as much. But I still go for like dairy-free or sometimes if they make, you know… At Cafe Gratitude, they have oyster mushrooms as like fried chicken. Very interesting, but oh. it's really good. Like I'm down for that. Like right. when they use an actual food to make. An actual like vegetable or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm not down for the scary impossible burger that literally tastes so close to a real burger. eerily similar to meat. Okay, JC, have you found any good makeup products that do not break you out? So I wanted to… Uh, share this tinted sunscreen that I've been using because you guys know I've been on the non-pore clogging ingredients uh, train and it's the brand Shiseido. I think that's how you say it. And it is, let me just like look it up so I can make sure it's the, I give you guys the correct. Okay, wow, they have a million. So, oh, it's the Synchro. Synchro Skin Self-Refreshing SPF 20. So I actually put SPF on before and then I put this on top, but I really like the way it blends into the skin and it's like light, but it's still a little bit of coverage and it doesn't break me out. So that's like one of my favorite products. And then the Kosas concealer I found out had pore clogging ingredients in it, which is absolutely devastating to me because that was my favorite concealer of all time. But I switched to the Armani Luminous Silk Concealer and I really like it. Hmm. It's it works really well and it hasn't broke me out. So those are like my two main, because I feel like the face products like that are the most um, mm-hmm. important for the pore clogging thing. If you're like acne prone or you break out often, those are the like the foundations, the skin tints that you use and the concealer. I feel like that's a really important aspect of it. Yeah. And it would be, it seems like it would be hard to find one because it almost seems like the point of a concealer is to like hide your pores. Yeah. Therefore, clogging them. Right. Yeah, it is hard to find. So those are my two faves at the moment that I think really, like, work really well. Love that. Whenever me and JC are traveling or, like, uh, together somehow. Lately, we've been on our our, uh, sharing a room journey together. And when JC does her night routine or her makeup, she literally is—I said this last week, but you really are truly an influencer— 
down to your very your very bones. <laughs> She'll literally be like, okay, Chelsea, this is the like blush that I've been using. I love the texture of it, like going through her whole thing with me. She's like, here's my lip gloss that I know you won't buy, but I need to tell you about anyways. But I do, this is the thing is you tell me about so much and maybe I don't buy 100%, but I feel like I buy like a normal conversion rate, you know, like yeah. 20% maybe. I love that. You're right. I'm passionate about a lot of those things. And you think she's done. She's like, okay, I have one more. I know you're not going to buy it, but I have to Chelsea tell you has about like this. no skin issues. I'm like, this for your acne. She's like, I literally have perfect skin. No, but I love your makeup recommendations. Thank you, queen. Except for the closest one that had mold. Yeah, cool. Chelsea's like, oh, it came out that it has mold in it. I'm like, rad. I already have mold freaking toxins in my body from growing up. Yeah. Love that. Love that mold I love, journey. I love putting mold on my cystic acne. It's really good for That's it. That's always good. Have you heard about, or what's the take on the Elio one? Tint it? Mm-hmm. Or no, the concealer. Hmm. Do you know anything about that? I don't. That's the one I use. I actually don't know about that. Ilia skin tint has a lot of, cor- uh, has pore clogging. Rad. But I don't know about the concealer. But again, if you don't have oh, true, acne true. prone skin, it yeah. really doesn't, I mean, if it's not breaking out, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. Somebody asked, for Nick's favorite country artists. And so I asked him because I was looking at this when I was with him. And so he gave me three that I'll quickly share with you. George Strait, Alan Jackson, and then he said Morgan Wallen. And then he said Casey Musgraves. Okay. And Casey, you know, she is a country star, I guess. I, a little more poppy now, but she started as one. I haven't listened to the first two. George Strait or... They're like older. Older. Mm-hmm. Older I feel country, like they are good. George Strait sounds very uh, familiar. Like, I'm sure he has some iconic ones. Songs. Yeah. Oh, dang. Who's the other one? He didn't say, but he always shows me. Is it Chris Stapleton? I hear a lot about Chris yeah. Stapleton, too. I think it's Chris Stapleton. So good. Such a good voice. Ooh. I will be listening on the way home. Country okay, girl, wait. shake it for me. I thought this was a cute question. JC's favorite thing about Nick and Chelsea's favorite thing about Leif. Oh, cute. I thought it was cute. Like, I was thinking... You know, kind of my, our favorite thing about how they like treat our. I thought you were going to say person. favorite thing about each other. I'm like, really? oh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Chelsea and yeah. I have had to tell. We've had to get real creative with our favorite things about each other. And yeah, uh, we've, we've hit the end of the list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we ran through that. I was thinking my favorite thing about Nick is probably how supportive and like, I don't know the word, but. Basically, like, lets you just be a free spirit and, like, loves yeah. you for you and just doesn't try and, like, change you at all. I think that, like, the Love most— Love her, but leave her wild. Literally. <laughs> I think that, like, one of the most red flags in a guy is, like, controlling mm-hmm. or, like, I don't know. Yeah, just controlling the things you like to do or not allowing you to do things. Like, even in that video that I did about the Wives Club thing— there was a post on there about a girl saying, would you get lip filler even if your husband wouldn't want you to? And then people were saying, oh, my husband would never let me do that. And da, 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 da. And obviously, I don't think either of us can relate to that type yeah. of like energy in our relationships. But I think Nick specifically is very, yeah. he just, I don't want to use the word let, but like he will let you do anything. He just is so like open and lets you be you. He does. And I love that. Oh, that's nice. He'll never hear because he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't listen to this podcast, but that's very nice. Okay. My favorite thing about Leif 
is, hmm, I'm trying to think of some of the things that I talked about in that slideshow that I made for him for his birthday. Mm. It was it was filled with good nuggets. Um, well, one of them that's more surface level was his swag. His swag has um, leveled, leveled up. up since we met him. I feel like, I, I don't know if, if we've ever talked about this, but when I first met, like on this podcast, first met Leif when you guys were dating, I was like, oh my gosh, he's so quiet. And you're like, I, as I know you, you're not quiet. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work because he's so quiet and she's not. Like, is, is that going to be a good match? But then I realized it was exactly what you needed. It was like such a calm energy. And I feel like th- it's kind of the same thing that you're saying when you're around somebody and their significant others. Sometimes if they're controlling or they have like a little bit of a, they o- they're almost like the dominant one in the relationship mm-hmm. where they overtake like the entire energy. But I felt like as you guys were like dating and engaged and like married and I'm the more I got to know you guys and like see your relationship, he calms you and like brings this like, not like a, not necessarily the word humbleness, but kind of like a humbleness to you. He like grounds me. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Where it keeps you very like level. And not that you like you <laughs> needed to be humbled. Not no, that's I not did. what I'm saying. I did. But I just feel like it's like the the yin and yang. Yeah. Exactly what you needed. Which is Sweet. not what I would have thought at the time when we were young. But now I can see that you guys are a perfect match. I love that. Our Virgo King. He will also never hear this. <laughs> Thank you for the kind words on his behalf. If you are trying to refresh your wardrobe for spring, for summer. If, if you're trying to get into your um, Coastal Cowgirl summer like I am, you need to check out the Macy's VIP sale. It has arrived just in time for spring, March 24th to April 2nd. Get an extra 30% off regular sale and clearance items, plus 15% off beauty. If you're wanting to stock up on beauty products, Macy's has a massive selection. They have fragrance, they have makeup, they have skincare, and obviously clothes and shoes and all that stuff. But if you're trying to stock up, a sale is always a really good time to obviously do that so you can save money. I was shopping on Macy's.com the other day for some cute new spring pieces, you know, pushing myself to get a little more color. And they had the cutest like ballet flats for spring. They had um, the cutest things from like Free People, Steve Madden, all these really, really good and cute brands. If you have an event coming up or you need to look extra cute for something in the spring, Macy's has got you covered. Go check it out at Macy's.com. Again, that's Macy's.com. And again, that's March 24th to April 2nd. You can get an extra 30% off regular sale and clearance item plus 15% off beauty. Go check it out. We're going to jump into an ad real quick to talk about ZocDoc. If you're trying to find a cause for your symptoms, you know, I do this a lot where I have one little thing that I've been noticing that day. You know, maybe I'm super tired. or Maybe I have a little earache. And then I get on TikTok and somehow I stumble down a rabbit hole of questionable advice from random people. Yeah. Some experts that, you know, their their credentials are questionable. There are better ways to get the answers that you want and the care that you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Yep, not even us. ZocDoc <laughs> helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience that you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. 
So no more Dr. Roulette scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. This is such a great thing because I feel like especially, especially if you move to a new area or you don't know a ton of people, you, you don't have personal recommendations from people that you know, this is best case scenario. So go to ZocDoc.com slash what we said and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is ZocDoc.com slash what we said. ZocDoc.com slash what we said. Check it out. Do you ever feel tired of social media? Listen, I picked this question for a reason because I was just thinking today. Well, I've been thinking about this for a while, as I'm sure many of you have felt the same way because I've seen some TikToks talking about it. Everything on social media is dumb and boring. Like it's all done so much. Whenever I look at TikToks, whenever I see Instagram posts, like I don't even know why I'm on there, but I am on there all the time. And it makes me mad that I'm on there because I'm like, nothing is giving me what it needs to be giving me. Like everyone's take dumb. Everybody's opinions like overdone and just like, they're just trying so hard to have like a different take on something and like have it be so different and out of the box, like stitching a stitch that is stitching someone else's stitch. And it's like, I'm done with the takes. I'm done with the hot takes. I'm done with the controversial opinions. I'm done with all that. And not that you can't have it, but it's just so much. I It's like overload. It's where just, now it none of it means anything. It all means nothing now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gotten like, well, well, it's this is a very common thing to say, but it just feels like our brains are not meant for this. So you get to an overload point where you're just like, bye, I am logging off. Like I, my brain cannot physically consume yes. this much and properly take it in. It's very overwhelming and stressful, I think, to be on social media often and mm-hmm. see a million different viewpoints. And especially if you are a person who is sensitive to other people's energies. Yeah, 100%. Which I think both of us are. Mm-hmm. Like we can hold our own, but I do think that we both can, um, what's the word? Not be like swayed, but it's like we see a sad video. We're going to mm-hmm. feel those emotions and be sad. We see a super happy video. We're going to be laughing and we're going to send it to each other or whatever. Yeah. And it's like that back and forth, back and forth all the time. And I agree. I think sometimes. Well, sometimes even people's takes others. and opinions. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm easily convinced. <laughs> like when people are talking about their take, there's part of me that's always like, okay, I can see where you're coming from on that. No matter what it is. And I'm like, oh, this is so bad. This is like, uh, I can already see what the comments are going to say. I'm starting to just understand. I don't know. I just see comments now. Not ne- it's really never on my stuff. Like, I really don't even get that many comments. But somebody literally did exactly what we just talked about and commented on my TikTok and was like, you love these boots, huh? Like, my Uggs. LMAO. And I'm like, Because you wear them oh, a lot. Yeah, because I, and it's like my OOTD videos. I'm like, yes, I do love these boots. Why? Ugh. Yeah, it's Why like, you know you the comment. Well, and let's not pretend. It's like, we know the intent of the comment. It's not. Yeah, Exactly. This is also the it's thing. It's just tired. It's tired. Yes, it's you tired. You ate and you've <laughs> left so many crumbs. Just stop. Like, it's mostly also I'll go to make a TikTok. And I'm like, I have something to say. And I'm like, no, I'm not adding yes. to the void. Like, I don't even want to make content because it just feels like it feels pointless. Fu- like, literally trash onto trash. 
I can relate. Like, I'm just in the mood to recycle. I'm, I'm not down to, like, literally just throw things in the trash. That's what it feels like. I know what you mean because it almost feels, like, We pointless. need to take the trash out. It feels pointless when there's so many takes. It's like, why would I add my two cents in? Yeah. It feels, for some reason, different on the podcast because it's, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why it feels different. Everything feels different on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It feels like we could say anything. It's I don't true. know why. It's true. But something about— I. I can definitely relate to that. And I feel like there's been a lot of times lately where I've gone to, sh- to make yes. TikTok and I'm just like, eh, I can't. That's exactly how I feel. It's, it's, exhaust- it's exhausting me. I have so many drafts too that I just don't post. Same. Like, and then we I'm like, wait, that's kind them. of funny. Like, that's a kind of a good take. And I try never to do anything that's like, so, you know, going to wreck somebody's day. <laughs> but sometimes if there's even one person that comments... This is like the opposite of like, don't let it get to you. If I post a video, I'm like a little nervous about it. I'm like, okay, that maybe that was a little off color. Even if I'm just being a little more sassy than usual. And like one person says something like not agreeing with me. I'll like go to private. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> and they're like, don't let it get to you. I'm like, it got like, to me a long time ago. Don't let them win. Tr- it takes very little to get to me. <laughs> yeah, Don't let them win. They won, honey. Oh, and they have just- my head on a stake. <laughs> no I really know exactly what you mean it's like you feel sometimes I was about to say something (laughs) so bad like I was like sometimes it feels like okay I'm not gonna make any any disclaimers but I'm gonna say this like having this job you okay I'm gonna make a disclaimer I'm not saying you should feel bad for influencers, okay? That's not that's not the point. But when you put yourself out there online, <laughs> where was uh, I what the fr- I forgot the whole thought. <laughs> oh, 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 it's a really cool job. <laughs> no. Okay, no one feels bad for you ever, and you're constantly like, well, that's not true. I guess you're you are validated a lot, but you're also invalidated a ton mm-hmm. for simply your job. Like if you ever complain or have the slightest, like, I don't know, certain take on something, people will immediately be like, you basically have no right to feel that way because you're an influencer, you are successful, whatever it is. And it's almost like it makes you, I'll speak for myself, it makes me start to invalidate my own self and my own feelings. Yeah. And and it starts to make me feel like, yeah, I do have a unfulfilling, dumb, surface level, materialistic job and I do deserve nothing. Because <laughs> that's what people tell me all day. Yeah. Even though there is so much good and so many people do validate you, but so many people also do invalidate you 24-7 yeah. that it's, it's like you just have to literally not take the good or the bad too seriously and just have fun and just mm-hmm. be like, none of this really… Yeah. And it's when you're a content creator, but even also specifically on TikTok, when you don't even ask for some of the content you're getting fed, it's like you can't unhear or you can't unsee things, you know? So if someone says something, even if it's a TikTok and it's like, if you do this, you're this. It's like, oh my gosh, well, I can't unsee that. Like, I I can't unknow that you said that. So now whenever I do that, I'm going to think I'm this. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like people be like, if you stand like this, you have ADHD. It's like, Oh my gosh! Well, well, well give me a prescription. Yeah, I it's like it. it's like okay, I can't unsee that. Or if you and your husband 
ever say this to each other? You are going to get divorced in five years. It's like, okay, well, I wasn't even thinking that deep into it. But now that you say that, why are you making me think this way? Or like, if you did this as a child, you're going to grow up with so many issues. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's overwhelming for sure. Just and stop. I, but I agree. It's like you almost don't want to be adding to like the noise sometimes. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Like I even, just have nothing to say anymore. Has a podcast. Has a podcast full time. No, I can You know what I mean? Well, it even feels, this is the point of me bringing up the invalidating thing is like, the, the reason I'm bringing that up yeah. is that it's like, it makes you feel even dumber for posting things. Like if mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm posting like, oh, I'm reacting to my old Instagram photos. It like makes me feel like this is so unimportant. Yeah. It's like, why am I doing this? But I think that's that's better than like people being so heavy and, and controversial and hateful for no reason. It's like, that's just fun. No, I, I know. I'm just saying like, yeah, I get you're what right. you're saying. I'm, I'm saying my personal opinion. I think that's fun. Like, I don't think that's invalid. And I think that's better, honestly, than sometimes being like, let's get into the problems. Yeah. You know, it does it make it hard to share your thoughts, period, when you just get mm-hmm. a lot of feedback for sure. Yeah. But you know what I mean about feeling like it's unimportant? Like, yeah, because sometimes I realize that our podcast, for instance, it is an entertainment podcast. Mm -hmm. It is fun. And sometimes like. I don't know, people can invalidate that and make it feel like you have a pointless job. Yeah. But then I reflect on like when I listen to entertainment podcasts, how it makes me have a better day at like makes me feel like I'm not lonely if yeah. I'm, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I feel like there's a point to it, you it's know? It's true. And you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking like, that's part of it. I'm like, I'm understanding life now, but that's almost part of the entertainment is like people critiquing and like having their thoughts, even if they're like negative about you. Like, even if people say like, oh my gosh, you guys, you're so dumb. I heard your trivia thing and like, I couldn't even listen. It made me lose faith in humanity. It's like, but you were, you listened and you were entertained and that's part of it. It's like, do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? It's like by that, it's almost like watching The Simple Life or watching a show to like make fun of it. It's like, either that, way you were entertained. That's the entertainment part of it. But when you're the subject or the object, I don't know. It's hard to like, See yourself like that. Yeah. You just have to not take things. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Like you have to take things not so seriously. Yeah. And and realize that like, yeah, you're just, you're doing you're being perceived, things. unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are constantly being perceived and you will always be. Yeah. No matter what's part no matter of what the job. job you have, yeah. by the way. And I was thinking about this recently. No one uh, the concept of like no one is ever going to be basically 100% right about you. Like you you don't have to try and make sure everyone's right about you. You don't have to go around and be giving disclaimers 24-7. Like, well, I meant this. Well, da, da, da. People, the people who get you will understand your intentions. And but no, the truth is that no one will ever fully understand you. The only person is yourself. And even you probably don't even fully, can't fully grasp exactly who you are. But it's like, with that information moving forward, it makes things feel a lot lighter because it's like, okay, they can be wrong about me. People on online can have these perceptions and these things about me and like, they can fully just yeah. be wrong and it does not matter because that's yeah. just how everyone's going to have their 
That's true. Perceive you a certain way. So who cares? Mic drop. Best tips to get out of your flop era. Um, <laughs> hmm. I feel like you should listen to our last episode of how to rebrand yourself. I like that. That's, that's really smart advice. <laughs> but really, that's like pretty much essentially what we're talking about the whole time is refreshing everything, becoming happier, healthier, better you. Yeah. You, you know, have lots of advice in there. I think being without your phone for like a extended certain amount of time. Now. Yeah. Like leave. Maybe don't leave. I hate to say that because like what if you actually needed an emergency? But, you know, go into a different room and just sit with yourself for a while. Don't even you don't even have to try and meditate. You can just sit there and like twiddle your thumbs and you'll your brain will start coming up with ideas and you'll have, you know, time to think about good things. Yeah. And get inspired. What are each of your big three? Uh, do you remember yours? Capricorn Sun, <laughs> Cancer Rising, Taurus Moon. Nice. Good job. Mine is a Aries Sun, Sagittarius, Sagittarius Moon, and Libra Rising. Nice. Don't ask if that me makes any, any of sense, it makes. then good for you <laughs> don't I don't ask me what any of it means all I know is I'm a Capricorn and I relate mm -hmm. if you had to change your name what new name would you pick for yourself Mercedes Leslie maybe I thought of a really good name the other day but I can't share it because what if I want to name one of my kids it um hmm. all my all my iconic names that I would think of are names that I have in mind for my children yeah I also have some thoughts about baby names as well I almost made a TikTok, but again, I deleted it after I made it. I was like, yeah, Who, what no one thoughts? needs to hear this. Except for you guys. <laughs> I was thinking about everyone has, what I was saying is everybody that I've ever talked to in my life has such a different perspective on baby names and like what's important about a name, what they look for in a name. And it's just so personal to them. Just like most things are with taste. But my personal opinion on a baby name is like how I choose baby names. I feel like I'm not really one to be like, this has to mean something like so this has to be so deep and it has to like have such a deep meaning. I'm way more like if I hear the name and it clicks in my head that I like it, I like it. And I almost think like this is going to sound so pick me, honestly, but it's almost like. If you, tr if I, if you tell me your name, your name or your baby's name, and I can just tell by the name that you tried like absolutely so hard to think of a unique one, I don't think it's that cool. That's just how my brain works. And I feel like if it's like kind of like it almost leaves more space for the person to outgrow and like shine their name. You know what I mean? Like then their name is not swallowing them up. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, think the concept but again I'm not saying if you do think either of those things you don't have to agree with me that's just literally my opinion when people say you can't name your baby that they're going to be an adult one day and <laughs> yeah. like what do you that is such to me okay this is my opinion <laughs> that is such an outdated way of thinking Mm -hmm. That no longer matters. I'm sorry. 
I don't care if I, I will hire anyone to my company. I don't care if their name is Moonshine. Yeah. Like, we've seen it all. I don't care. And it's like, what? Someone's not going to hire you because of your name? I don't believe that. Do you think that's real? Like, they're not, you're, you can't become a lawyer because your name isn't whatever, like Charles. It's like, no. Mm, I don't, I think your name can be whatever the F it. I don't care about that. Exactly. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I think there are certain things that if you name your kid, it's like just cruel. But if you, because it's like, if the name is so, it's like the first thing they notice about you, it's like, wow, that's just such a, like, that's the thing about you is just your name. Then maybe your name kind of swallows you up in a way, you know, because it's like, okay, that's the only thing like that people notice about me is how is my name. Yeah. That's like a different conversation. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if if you meet somebody and their name is literally, like, if your last name is Dick and you name your, cherry, okay. your child Harry, it's okay. like, well, let's not, it's <laughs> come like, on. when you're getting hired, like, at somewhere, I could see if they were, they're, they're still going to hire you. But it's like, oh, your name is Harry Dick. It's okay. like, okay, that's excessive. I've literally never heard of that. I'm talking like some, a girl's name. I can't even <laughs> think of it, but it's like, no, it's I can't in think today's of a, day and age. If you're if you say your name is Sarah in 20 years, people will be flabbergasted. They'll be true. Like, we should start wow. naming our kids like just the most basic names from when we were growing up. Yeah, like Emily, Sarah, 100 yeah. percent Jessica. That's what I'm saying. It's like if if you're older, if you have an iconic name, I think that's great. And I love like an iconic name. Don't get me wrong. But I also just my take on it is that I'm like, it's it's giving try hard. But it's kind of what you're saying. It's like it's really not that deep. No. It doesn't have to be like, well, I want them to be how is this name going to look in lights? Because they're going to be a Broadway star. It's like, okay, you're putting way too much on your child. Like, just give them a name to give them a name. And like, I'm... Just go with whatever clicks and feels right in the yes. moment. But also, if you like having a deep meaning to your name, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> just name your kid whatever you yeah, want. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know what I mean? Everybody that you talk to, it's like, some people really value family names. Yeah. Everyone values different things mm-hmm. when it comes to picking their kids' names. 100%. That had nothing to do with the question. I would name myself Harry Dick. <laughs> Jade Demir, duh. <laughs> I would name myself Jasper. <laughs> Chester for a girl kind of slays. Chester. I'm going to name my daughter Chester. Chester Curtis. A vibe. Chester. Chessie. Chessie. Oh, cute. Love that. So I'm close to my name. shock you guys all when I have a kid. No one ever names their daughter like, like what if I'm you joking, na- by the way. What if you I'm named not. your daughter JC, but JJ? You called her JJ. That's so cute, but no one does that with girls. They only do that with guys. <gasps> the patriarchy got us again. But that's cute. But JJ's kind I of have a cute this, girl name. That is cute. But I have um, the same middle list? name. No. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I have the same middle name as my mom. The most basic one of all, Marie. <laughs> I like considered. I was like, should I like pass it down? Because it's like my mom's middle name, my middle name. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Sorry. It's good. It's got to get cut off. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but like Marie. Oh, it's literally everyone has that middle name. Yeah. It's like we pick and not choose. Not be more basic. Okay, Chelsea, we, I don't know if we should dive into this as the last one. Not really a question, but I want your guys' opinion on girls who are not a girl's girl. Oh, gosh. This is a whole This is thing. a whole podcast episode we could go into. <clears throat> I mean... I mean, I mean, <laughs> I think. Well, let's let's define what a girl's girl means first. 
A girl's girl is somebody who gets along great with other women, who likes being in other girls' presence, in, in the presence of other women. Yes. I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. I said Urban Decay. Goodbye. A girl who is not petty and strives to be ethical and decent in her dealings with her female friends. Basically, I feel like it's a girl who doesn't put getting men's validation above her female friendships. And actually mm-hmm. not even above her female friendships, not even the relationship, but like a, she doesn't want to put other women down Yeah, to gain men's validation. I think that if someone is truly not a girl's girl and okay there's a difference between someone who thinks like oh I feel like I'm not I'm not a girl's girl like I feel like I don't get along super well with girls I almost think that's if you're self-aware enough to know that maybe you are more of a girl's girl than you think you are you want to be a girl's girl I think someone who is not like who is genuinely like wants to put you down and like does seek for like male validation over being friends with females, whatever. I feel not to get too deep here. They're like wounded in some way. Like they have been burned before by girls. They've had bad experiences with girls. Like, and so they're not comfortable and confident in a setting where there's a lot of females. Yeah. We were talking about this with a bunch of girls to, you know, Abby calls herself a retired pick me girl and she needs to talk about it in her podcast soon. But I was talking to her about it. And I'm like, it's because, first of all. What's because? That she wasn't used to be a pick-me girl. Sorry. Uh-huh. And she's always like, I just don't know. Like, I've never been accepted into a group of girls. And I think it's like you were saying. We were kind of diving deep into her past. And this is why I'm saying she needs to talk about it on her podcast because it's her experience. But I'm like, let me recap for you. <laughs> she's been burned by girls in the past. And never felt fully accepted by them. And also, I think I've noticed this with so many quote unquote, what other girls would label them as like pick me girls or girls who are like, well, I just like being with guys better because girls are drama. Those girls are always, if you notice, like gorgeous, abnormally gorgeous and like so like genuinely a catch. And I think sometimes if, if other girls are threatened by that, they don't include them into their group of girls because they don't want to go out with them and have a guy give the other girl attention because she's so beautiful and cool. And then she feels threatened by that. And so it it causes both of those girls to then have a tainted view. Then it causes that girl to be like, that girl's a pick me girl, which in and of itself is kind of being, you know, not a girl's girl. You're labeling other girls in general. Mm-hmm. And then the pick me girl's like, well, I don't like you girls anyways, because you guys are mean to me. So I'm just going to go hang out with the guys because they actually like me. It's a whole it's a like, cycle. Cycle, yeah. And I have re- I have noticed that with like a few girls who I would picture that way and they literally are also pretty. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's like, yeah, they probably, if other girls are not confident in themselves, they don't want to be around, they, they don't want to bring their, the guy they like around a threat. And mm-hmm. so they're like, I will literally not include you. And then mm-hmm. that girl in turn gets, yeah, this view of women that's like, okay, they never include me. They are drama. They, you know, are petty. And so why would I want to be around them? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's maybe not always the case, the physical beauty thing, but I do think that that plays a part for sure. Yes. Which is how I know I'm ugly because I have really good friends. I'm just kidding. No, but- um, Yeah, girls are a little too comfortable around me. (laughs) Yeah. They They introduced me to their boyfriends a little too quickly (laughs) to try and make themselves look better. Aren't you scared? (laughs) 
Uh, that's like a whole topic we could dive into though. I know. It's you, so fascinating. Do you have any other Oh my gosh, I have so many other questions. Oh. Should we do rapid fire? Rapid fire, yes. We're going to give you guys a long episode because you guys deserve it. <laughs> rapid fire. Ready? Yes. <laughs> this is the question I was going to ask for rapid fire. What gives you purpose in life? Please. Next. <laughs> That's too long. Would you ever consider going back to get a degree? No. I would. Oh. Well, I mean, me neither. Never say never, but I think I would. That's something I was really like interested in. Getting a degree? Yeah. Nice. If it was something. Oh, if it yeah. was. I think you said that was something I was really interested no, in. No, if, if there was something I wanted to like, you know, hone in on. Mm-hmm. What is the worst podcast? podcast moment you've had when something went wrong or you two were fighting i literally cannot think of one sometimes very rarely very rarely does a interview and i'm not going to be too specific but like does an interview does not go as planned because the person you're interviewing may be new to podcasting and sometimes it's actually very hard to like ring in the conversation and like keep it on track and salvage the episode in some way and so those yeah, kinds true. of moments have been where it's like oof yeah it doesn't feel as natural I think mm-hmm. because we've been doing this for so long now just us we're in such a groove and it really has to be the right dynamic to be in the groove with us yes. it has to be someone we have like history or chemistry with and yeah, yeah sometimes that's not always the case would you ever say a baby name that you love but would never use? Sure. But I don't have them. Have well, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to. I don't have children yet. So I'm like, which one? Maybe I would randomly be like, wait, I want to use that name. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's kind of scary. It's, like, it's kind of scary. I have one for a boy that I don't think I'll use because Nick didn't like it. But Case was very close to being named, which was one, one of my top names. But I just liked Case so much better is Sage. It's cute. And actually, I think M. Doodles and stuff on TikTok. I think that's her TikTok name. Who does like the baby name predictions. I think that was on her list Hmm. of predictions. Or she was like, she would never name it this. Or like, that's what you might think. And I was like, you're like, yeah, well, now I won't be. Yeah, but Nick didn't like it that much. So. And it was 50-50 because I'm a modern woman. Like, will I use this? Probably not. I'll just say it. Yeah, just say I, it. I think that and, and like who knows? Maybe yeah. if you, even if you use it. Yeah, who cares? Kit, K-I-T, Kit Carlson. Cute. I thought was cute for a girl. Mm-hmm. That is cute. But I probably won't use it. I also think that the name Leo for a girl is really cute. Ooh, that is cute. Especially if she's Leo. Oh, that would be iconic. I love a Zodiac name. Yeah. Because here's the thing is I was going to name Case Sage because I thought he was going to be a Sagittarius. Mm. But he wasn't. So good thing I didn't. That actually is cute. Yeah. I met a girl named Leo um, in like Orange County. And I was like, that is really freaking cute. And mm-hmm. she was really cute. So yeah. I was like, that's a moment. Yes. But I probably won't, won't use that either. I don't know. Who knows? But I have a long list of names. And the scary part is I'll look back at old ones that I liked. And I'm like, yeah, eh, 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 which is terrifying to me. Yeah, I know. It's true. Naming a child is like very stressful, actually. Filling out the birth certificate, it's like, I guess if you're like Kylie Jenner, you can just change it. But some people go weeks without like naming their baby because it's really kind of stressful. And honestly, at first you feel like you're playing house. You just start calling this thing a name and you're like, I guess that's your name. 
But do you feel like Case like clicked? When you saw him, you're like, okay, it's clicking. Yeah, we had a couple names for Case. One of them became his middle name. So I guess I could say Clifford. Uh, but that's my dad's name, Clifford. But we are going to call him Cliff. That's how I wanted his name to be. It was going to be Cliff Case or, and I won't use this name either, Ransom. It's from Knives Out. I probably won't use that one. <clears throat> See, that was one that I'm glad I didn't use because at first I was like, I'm obsessed with it. But then it was from a movie. So I'm like, well, now it's already died down. But then when I saw Case, literally the like second I saw his face, I was like, he's such a case. And honestly, I was like, oh, I don't know. Afterwards, Nick was just like, he's a case. I'm like, I know. But then, I, but it's stressful. So I kept being, well, is, is it? it? Yeah. Like, what if it's not? It's like forever. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. But he oh. definitely wasn't a cliff and he definitely wasn't a ransom. So, yeah. Case fits him perfectly. So cute. Okay, well, well, do you want to do like one more rapid fire or are we ending on that? If you move, if one of you moved to a different state or city, would the other one move too? It depends. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like it would, um, not often if it's like you have a friend who's like, I'm going to move to this place. Would you be like, okay, sure, I'm going to move there. But it would make so much sense. Like if you're yeah. like, we're going to move here, we'd be like, oh, we should like look into it. Yeah, I feel and like we would. Versa, I feel like, like we would look into it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on where and when and what stage of life and everything. It kind of happened in Orange County. Like we were kind of both thinking about moving different. Like we're like, okay, we got to get out of LA, and then we both were just like looking in Orange County, and we're like, let's like, I think we're gonna move to Orange County. Yeah, and we both just did. Yeah, right. I know worked out well. I think it would be hard if it's a different state. Yeah, like that would be a big move, but it depends on what state. Sure. But it really, obviously, we work together full time and like it would be very helpful. So, yeah. Stay tuned for our moving journey. Stay tuned for my house that's getting demolished. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for our freaking houses that are getting ruined by modern farm. Joanne Gaines. Jo jo Joanne. What's her name? Joanna. <laughs> I love her. Don't don't get me wrong. I love her. But but not the best. She has influenced a, a generation. She has a flippers. <laughs> Yes, she has. They mm. are really going in there and going ham. Clean gains. Um, make sure you guys go get tickets to any of our live shows that are still happening when this goes up. I don't know. New York. New York is coming. New York is coming really soon. Next week. So make sure you go get your tickets. If you want to see us in New York, we're going to hang out. It's going to be so, so fun. We have a lot of people coming to that show, actually, that we know personally. Yeah. I'm nervous. It'll be so fun. And Boston is sold out. We still have tickets to San Francisco and Irvine as it stands right now, too. So go check it out. We'll link it in the description. You can follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast to be updated on all everything for the podcast to be a part of any episodes that we do. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.